I'm going to pause our series in Matthew this afternoon. Um, I think it's a time for us to just take a moment to fix our eyes on the author and perfecter of our faith. You know, there is a certain moment in our lives that causes us to stop all our activities and reconsider what our our lives mean. Death is, is that moment. When someone we know dies, that causes us to do that. Denise's death has done that for many of us. And while her passing causes us to to mourn, it is also good for us because it stops us. It draws our attention away from the busyness of our lives to what is most important and who is most important. And as Christians, death makes us more look intently at, at the Lord. And as much as I know we would like to today, today is not the day for Denise's memorial service or celebration. I recognize the grief that many of you feel as I do, um, but today, like every Sunday that we gather, should be about only one thing, and that is worshiping the Lord and fixing our eyes on Jesus Christ, the author and perfecter of our faith. And by fixing our eyes on Jesus, we filter out all of the the noise of life and death and remind ourselves once again of what we consider is most important and most real to us. You know, the, the daily pressures we face are real. The Family challenges we face are real. The crazy world we live in is certainly real. But then above all of those things stands Jesus, who rules over every circumstance and every sadness and every moment of grief and every pain. He stands above every circumstance and assures us He assures us that he is working good in each one of our lives, even when sadness invades it. And so he is why we are here today, and he is here today. Life's realities do exist, but they do not rise above the Lord. They do not shake his kingdom or those of us who live in that kingdom. We're we're not ignoring, I'm not ignoring life's difficulties or ignoring death. Um, But I I am, and I hope you are this afternoon, looking past those things to the life we have in Christ. And when we do that, when when we sing and when we read his word and when you sit and listen to his word preached and when we fellowship with each other, we, we look above. And that is why we gather and that is why we are here, because he is present among us. And whether we're faced with a pandemic, an out-of-control government, the pain and suffering of illness, or the death of a loved one, our first impulse, brothers and sisters, our first impulse must be to seek first the kingdom of God and, and look to Jesus for our assurance and our peace when so many things seek to derail us from our peace 
The author of Psalm 125 understood the importance of having this impulse of trusting the Lord in order not to be shaken regardless of his circumstance. So turn with me to Psalm 125 this afternoon, and we're only going to read the first two verses of this psalm. The psalmist is not identified, but this is what he writes in verse 1. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forevermore. Oh, Lord, you are aware because you are present among us of the sadness we feel and the confusion we feel at times and the challenges we face. And at times when we are thinking you are not aware of our struggles or you are not present when we suffer. And yet your word tells us so differently. And may your word please by your Holy Spirit hammer the word home to our hearts that we might grow in faith and trust in the Lord who abides forevermore. One simple point from this passage, just one simple point this afternoon. No matter what we face or experience in our lives, the psalmist tells us here, if we trust the Lord, we will be forever secure in Him. One simple point. No matter what we face or experience in our lives, the psalmist tells us, if we trust the Lord, we will be forever secure secure in him. Look at, at verse 1, Mount Zion, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. Mount Zion was where the temple of the Lord stood, the very place where he dwelled with his people. It was on a mountain and it was high and secure at, at Jerusalem. It was a place that could not be moved. And this psalmist contends that every true believer in God who looks to God, is secure like this immovable mountain. This psalm is, as you well know, we've talked about these, these later psalms. It is a song of ascent. Each, each year, the people of God would undertake a pilgrimage from their village to Jerusalem, up to Mount Zion, to the temple of the Lord, the very place where God dwells, the very place that God would would be present, and they would go to the temple to celebrate the Lord, to honor the Lord. It was a special time for them to remember God's goodness. It's the very same thing we do, brothers and sisters. We endeavor to do each Sunday when we come here. We come here to remember the Lord. We come here to celebrate the Lord. We come here to honor the Lord. 
And that's what these pilgrims do. That's what these people do. And in ancient times, this journey to and from Jerusalem was dangerous. The the travelers had to contend with the heat of a scorching sun by day and the cold at night and walk along rocky, narrow mountain pathways where they might encounter wild animals or, or thieves. It was a journey filled with much vulnerability and much insecurity. And yet, with all the uncertainties these worshipers face, the psalmist still instructs them. Just as the uncertainties we face in our lives, the psalmist instructs them to look beyond the challenges and trials that they face and look to God. Because if they do, and if, and if we do, they can rest secure knowing firmly that those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved but abides forever. They will be anchored. And it is times like this, the the year that we've had, the the pandemic, the wearing of masks all the time, and the isolation that we've experienced, the loneliness that some of you experience, the the financial trials because of this pandemic, the the changes in government, the the reality of the life that we we knew as normal a year ago has, has dramatically changed. And even the most faithful of saints can be shaken. And this psalmist, speaking to pilgrims who are on a dangerous journey coming and will be on a dangerous journey going, this psalmist says, listen, those who trust in the Lord, those who, who, who really pare away all of the, what's going on around them in life, Those who who trust in the Lord are like this mountain where God dwells. They will not be moved and they will abide forever because they will be with the one who is eternal, the one who abides forever. This, This psalmist who is one of the travelers, he's not putting his trust in Mount Zion, but the one who created Mount Zion. He's putting his trust in the Lord who is unchanging, immovable, and unshakable, and he is eternal. The psalmist's point is simply this, trust in the Lord because he is the one who abides forever. And he is telling us, he is telling us in this psalm this afternoon, he's telling us this in this psalm when we are we are tempted to to struggle we are tempted to fear we are tempted to be shaken he is telling us our first impulse must be not to look out but to look up to look up to look to the lord first and not our troubles because if we don't look up first and we look out we'll never experience the security that this psalmist tells us we can have in God, in Christ, for those of us who are followers of Christ. If we look to him first, we won't be rattled and we won't be anxious or fearful or undone by all the turmoil and uncertainty around us because we will be like Mount Zion. And even even when the death of a loved one and a dear friend occurs among us, we will not be shaken because not only do we know he abides forever, 
but we know that they now abide forever with him. The world this author lives in, in many ways, is very different than the world we live in now. And yet, because of the effects of sin, there are similarities that are just as daunting to us today that will shake us, that can shake us, whether it is suffering or sickness or pain or conflict and death, it it touches all of us no matter what century we live in. And and death, death touches us all. But even in death, our hope remains secure in the one who has secured us to himself, the one who abides forever. It is Our hope is in Christ, the resurrected Savior. Our our lives are hidden with Christ in God. And whatever anchors us to God in our troubled and often sad world, Jesus is, is the one who has promised to never leave us nor forsake us. He has promised that he will always be with us even to the end of the age. And like Mount Zion, which still stands today, so does God's promise of abiding with us for all eternity. And so this first verse, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. We, we can, in, in essence, this, there's this spiritual reality. We will not be moved because God has secured us. He secured our salvation through his son's death on the cross and his rising from the dead and his ascension into heaven where he intercedes for us each and every moment of the day. And so we, we, look, we look up. We look up. And as the writer of Hebrews so wonderfully, wisely said, let us fix our eyes on the author and perfecter of our faith, which is Jesus, for who for the joy set before him endured the cross. Secondly, the psalmist keeps going in his encouragement and expanding this analogy in verse 2. He says, as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forevermore. Here is a promise of God's eternal guardianship over our lives. He stands watch over us, and he surrounds us like an army. He, just like Mount Zion, is surrounded by other mountains that provided protection from Israel's enemies. The, The psalmist is painting this picture for us that says that God is always surrounding us. He's always surrounding us forever. So the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forevermore. You know, trouble often comes to us unannounced, like the hidden dangers on the road to Mount Zion that these pilgrims face. There are, there are no warnings that say, get ready, trouble is coming tomorrow, but it just shows up unexpectedly and often catches us off guard. I was just remarking to someone this afternoon that a week ago I stood and talked with Denise right over there. We were laughing about something. Um, she had a big smile on her face, and a week later, she's not here. Trouble often catches us off guard. Uh, And yet, 
Here's the thing. God knew exactly what was going to happen this week. And he was never caught off guard for one moment. His perfect and good and wise sovereign plan came about. So there, there's no promise in scriptures of a pain-free or carefree life. But there is a promise of a cared-for life. And when trouble comes by God's hidden and dark providences, brothers and sisters, this psalmist and this psalm and these words, these inspired words from God to us this afternoon and each and every day we read them, this, this word of God tells us we will not be shaken. We do not have to be shaken because our first impulse will be to look to him. That's what the psalmist is telling us. And when we do, we, we won't come undone. Like Mount Zion will be immovable, confident that the Lord is guarding over us. Just as we, again, and I read and I have read again and again in 1 Peter, but it is a passage that, that serves us so well. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Do you realize God is, is telling us in this passage and in the first Peter passage, I'm guarding you. I'm guarding the inheritance that I've given you. I'm guarding the eternity that I promised you. I am guarding, and the eternity that I promised Denise is, she's there, and, and this, this should give you hope. This should give you encouragement. You are being guarded. And you have an inheritance that, that I am guarding, and that's why it's imperishable. And I am guarding, and that's why it's unfading. Death regularly reminds us of how fragile we are, as I'm sure Denise's passing has this week. But it should also remind us of where our hope truly lives. Not in anything this world has to offer, not in our health, not in our finances, not in what we own. Uh, our hope, our hope doesn't rest in any of those things. No, not only, not only does, does our hope rest in Christ alone, Our hope rests in the promises he has made. Not only does he surround us to protect us, he surrounds us as well, brothers and sisters, at this very moment to comfort us. In our, in our grief, God draws near to us as, as we read in 2 Corinthians where it says that the, when we need comfort, the Holy Spirit is there to comfort us that we might comfort others. God wraps his arms. He surrounds us. He is comforting us by his spirit this very moment. He, he tells us that, as, that draw near to him and he draws near to us in James 4. This is the God that we love and this is the God that we serve and this is why in the midst of even a, a week that has been sad for us, we gather together this afternoon to celebrate this God. 
no matter what we face or experience in our lives, this psalmist tells us we can trust the Lord because we are forever secure in Him. And now the writer closes this psalm with an important benediction. At the very end, he just simply says, Peace be upon Israel. This, this is a, a rich and meaningful benediction because at the end of each of the festivals that took place on Mount Zion, prior to traveling home on their dangerous journey, the high priest would, would speak a benediction over the people prior to their leaving. And that's what he would be doing here. As they are leaving, he is saying, peace be upon Israel, peace be upon you. And this is very much the same benediction that Jesus gave to his disciples prior to his leaving. John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives to you do I give, I give you. And so he, he says, those who look to the Lord and, and trust in him are given a peace, brothers and sisters, that is divine and supernatural and unattainable by this world. Now, if you look at this psalm, what you notice is that trust at the beginning and peace at the end, they're bookends of this psalm. They're also bookends of the gospel. Trust in Jesus Christ and you will never be moved. Trust in his saving grace offered to you through his suffering, death, and resurrection, and your eternity is secure. You will abide with the Lord forever, and with Christ's saving grace comes peace. Peace with God the Father, that we are reconciled. Peace with one another, that there's no more division. And peace to run this race and finish this race, even when suffering and death stands before us. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people, you, from this time forth and forevermore. Father, thank you that you faithfully fulfill your word and that you surround your people. And you surround your people not for a moment, but for this, from this time forth and forevermore. Thank you for surrounding Grace Church at this time. As we grieve loss, Lord, we celebrate you because you are the one who has given us life. Now may we glorify you in our singing. In Jesus' name, amen.